morning, everybody. How's it going? Glad you guys are with us this morning. Um, sorry, just taking care of a little bit of stuff. There we go. Now, I'm glad you guys are hanging out with us this morning. Happy 2021, right? Happy 2021. It's a brand new year. Uh, glad you guys uh, are with us and hanging with us today. Um, uh, doing it live once again, hanging out. Uh, hopefully, in this next week, we're going to get things set up. Lindsay and I have been working on a, a bunch of new songs that we want to do going into this, this new year. And so we're going to uh, be bringing back some worship and some different things. And uh, just really excited about what the new year is going to bring. And um, let me fix this a little bit. There we go. Um, I, I do want to say thank you uh, to all those who have been uh, sending us messages and notes and and uh, been praying for our family. Um, we had the funeral for uh, my dad on on Friday, and it was very beautiful. And we had a uh, just a great time honoring and remembering him. And and it was just close family. And so uh, we're hoping to in the in the future when it warms up a little bit to actually do a legit. Uh, full-on celebration memorial service uh, where we can keep everybody safe and do that. So uh, those of you who have tuned in for the last couple of weeks and, and have been checking out and wanting to connect and see how you can be a part of that, we'll let you know that in the future uh, and get that out there. Um, I want you to continue to pray for uh, the Keller family. Uh, you know, they had a loved one who passed away from, from COVID as well and, uh, and had others that have been sick and so we just want to continue to pray for them uh, we did get some good news about um, about some some situations so that's good uh, but just keep praying for them and uh, also in the last 24 hours I have gotten text messages and Facebook messages and uh, uh, five people that we know uh, have have tested positive for COVID um, and there's been some others that, that have been taking tests to make sure and, and all this. And, and so I just let's just continue to pray. Uh, family, hope, community, hope dealers, listen, uh, this thing's real. It's not going away. And, uh, and we have been diligent to keep people safe. And I know you all have too. And, and uh, we're doing everything we can. And sometimes it seems like every, you know, every three minutes or so things changes and, and it gets different. And um, just know that... Uh, Part of loving your neighbor as yourself is doing our best to keep people safe. So let's continue to do that. Let's pray. Let's love our neighbors. Let's continue to hang out and safely and and uh, but continue to, to uh, just keep one another safe. And I just want to say thank you guys for walking with us through all of this for this last year. Now we're into 2021 and we're moving forward and we got some awesome ideas. And part of those awesome ideas is to continue in this hope and to care for one another and walk things out with one another. So I just want you to know, be praying for your uh, Hope community, uh, brothers and sisters. Be praying for those fellow Hope dealers that are around you. We're going through some stuff, you know, and so continue to pray. Uh, I am excited about what this new year 
is bringing in. I don't have some crazy message like, hey, you know, I saw so many posts, so many people posting stuff. There's nothing wrong with it, but you know, posting things like, hey, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta catch this, and you know, this is the best Sunday, the 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 uh, most important Sunday of the year, and you know, we're kicking things and we're launching things and we're doing this and and you know, that's awesome and all. I love all that, but um, I just kind of felt like we needed to kind of get back to some basics as. As hope dealers, as a part of this hope community, uh, let's get down to the to the basics of things and let's talk about what is the foundation, what is the way of a hope dealer, what's the motivation, and that motivation is love. And so where I want to read, I'm going to read two passages of scripture. We're not going to be long today, uh, but I just want to read two passages of scripture. We're going to start in 1 Corinthians, and it goes right along with you know the season that we're in because you know advent is is the beginning of december to the 24th and then when you get to the 25th of december from now from then until end of january is actually christmas so we're still in the middle of the christmas moment uh we're still in the middle of celebrating the incarnation the the beauty of humanity and god wrapped together and showing us who we really are and showing the definition and the expression of what hope dealing is, and that is love. And so we're going to talk about love today, all right? Uh, so we're going to go to 1 Corinthians 13. I'm going to read from the Mirror Bible, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about it, and then we're going to go somewhere else real quick, all right? So let's start in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. We'll begin with first one. It says, speaking in tongues is not the point. Love is. It is neither angelic eloquence nor the mastery of human language that persuades it doesn't matter how poetic, prophetic, or profound I may sound. My conversation is reduced to hollow noise of clanging brass cymbals if love's echo is absent. I can predict the future in detail and have a word of knowledge for everyone. I can possess amazing faith and prove it by moving mountains. It doesn't make me any more important than anyone else. Love is who you are. You are not defined by your gifts or deeds. Love is not about defending a point of view. Even if I'm prepared to give away everything and I have to die a martyr's death, love does not have to prove itself by acts of supreme devotion or self-sacrifice. Love is large in being passionate about life and relentlessly patient in bearing the offenses and injuries of others with kindness. Love is completely content and strives for nothing. Love has no desire to make others feel inferior. And has no need to sing its own praises. Love is predictable and does not behave out of character. Love is not ambitious. Love is not spiteful and gets no mileage out of another's mistakes. Love sees no joy in injustice. Love's delight is in everything that truth celebrates. Love is a fortress where everyone feels protected rather than exposed. Love's, per love's persuasion is persistent. Love believes. Love never loses hope and remains constant in contradiction. Love never loses its altitude. Prophecies will cease. Tongues will pass. The quest for knowledge will be inappropriate when perfection is grasped. What we, what we perceived in prophetic glimpses is now concluded in completeness. When I was an infant, I spoke infant gibberish with the mind of an infant. My reasoning, reasoning was, a typical, was, was typical of an infant and how it all changed when I became a grown-up. 
I am an infant no more. There was a time of suspense when everything we saw was merely mirrored in a prophetic word, like an enigma. But then I gaze face to face that I may know me, even as I have always been known. Now persuasion and every, pleasure, every pleasurable expectation is completed in agape. Faith, hope, and love are in seamless union. Agape is the superlative of everything faith and hope always knew to be true about you and me. Love defines my eternal moment. So let's talk about these scriptures for a moment, okay? We're talking about love. Love is the foundation. It's the base. It's the, the movement of hope. And it's here in agape that we realize who we really are. It's here in agape that we realize who our neighbor is so we can love them as we love ourselves. That in this, in this agape, in this loving the creator with everything that we have, right? The great commandment that Christ talked about, it's in loving the creator, loving God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit together, loving them, and then out of that love, experiencing who we really are, seeing who we really are, that we turn around and we can then love others because we begin to see them for who they really are. So love doesn't have to prove itself to anyone. It just does. And that's why the statement that I want to make to you today is that in 2021, I, hey buddy, I want us to learn that love alone is credible. Love alone is credible. There's been so many things taught over the years and so many things put at this high place that we're so supposed to hold higher than anything else. We're supposed to hold um, thoughts and teachings and, and even theology higher than love. And so many people have been hurt by those concepts. So many people have been hurt by those teachings and those thoughts because love is not the basis for it. And so what we need to learn as the church, especially right now, because there's been so much crazy that's been going on this year, and it seems like it's going to continue to move into this year a little bit. Um, but we're seeing what we need to show and what we need to, to, to let people know is that love is the thing that's credible. Love is the thing that doesn't have to be proved. Love is the thing that, that's going to show the entire world what is real and what is true. So many times we've tried to prove things with information or, or opinions or thoughts. And that's not what works. What works is true love. Agape. So it's in agape that we realize who we are and who others are. And I want to turn to um, Psalm chapter 23 real quick. You've heard this a thousand and one times probably. And so I want, to, I, I want to read it from the Passion Translation. It says, The Lord is my best friend and my shepherd. I always have more than enough. He offers a resting place for me in his luxurious love. His tracks take me to an oasis of peace, the quiet brook of bliss. That's when he restores and revives my life. He opens before me pathways to God's pleasure, 
and leads me along in his footsteps of righteousness so that I can bring honor to his name. Lord, even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me, for you already have. You remain close to me and lead me through it all the way. Your authority is my strength and peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fear, and I'll never be lonely, for you are near. You become a delicious feast. Well, that's interesting. <laughs> I keep the concept, but wow, that's a little different. All right. Uh, even when my enemies dare to fight, you, uh, you anoint me with your fragrance and your Holy Spirit. You give me all I can drink of you until my heart overflows. So why would I fear the future? For your goodness and love pursue me all the, day, all the days of my life. Then afterward, when my life is through, I'll return to your glorious presence to be forever with you. I love that passage because it, so much it's, it's like this, this you know, thing that you read when you're feeling down or a thing that you share with other people when you're down. But really, that is a, uh, a testament to, to God reaching to us to show us who we are. Here's David in the midst of whatever David was going through, writing this prophetic poem, really, to share, you know, in the midst of the crazy, in the midst of the dark, in the midst of the light, in the midst of everything. I find who I am in that agape. I find who I truly am, my real self, in that spot. And, you know, today I'm wearing my Mandalorian shirt that I got for Christmas. And if you haven't seen the Mandalorian yet... It's really good, and I am a nerd, so you all know that. Um, but on the shirt, it says, "This is the way." And what I love about this story is, and when I saw, and when we, when I first started watching, I didn't catch it until maybe the end of the first season. That although there's all kinds of spaceships and lasers and 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 fighting, and you know, you got the Mandalorians, which is, uh, you know, we first learned about them from Boba Fett, which is one of my favorite characters, and you know, you've got. Crazy good storytelling. The underlying, the underlying message of the Mandalorian is, love alone is credible. Here's this Mandalorian, who has a set of creeds and codes that he lives by because he's a part of this sect of people who's almost like a religion. They have these rules, these regulations, and these are your do's and your don'ts, and this is the honor and the code that you live by. And that's how he lives his life. Even as a bounty hunter, he still has this code that he lives by. He doesn't take off his helmet. He only does certain things. He, 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 you know, he, there's a reason behind the stuff that he does. And there's a whole group of people that he talks to about it. And there's almost like this head or a pastor, so to speak, of his group. And they have this way. And it seems strange to other people. And then he has this encounter with this baby Yoda. And the baby Yoda becomes important to him to the point to where that love that he has, that he's sharing, the love that he'll actually give himself of, that it's a picture of agape. He'll do anything for this child. He actually breaks the code. He takes his helmet off to get to the, the information of the destination of where this child has been taken. He does everything that he can uh, to help does everything he can to rescue, even to the point that he'll give his life. And that love that he has for this child is so amazing and so great that it actually inspires others to go and help him do it. 
See, the information, the code, the theology could be the best in the world. It can actually make you even feel good. But without love, it means nothing. It's not credible. The Mandalorian could spout off and say all the things that he wants, but it wasn't going to get him to the place where he could rescue the child. The moment love took over, and you see it in the, in the series, and I won't give it away, but he says something that is so, you can almost feel it when he says it. That there's nothing that's going to stop him from getting to the object, the motivation, the movement of the hope that he has. So the way, when I got this shirt and I saw it, this is the way, the first thing that popped in my, in my head was, this is the way isn't the way of the Mandalorian. This is the way is love. And that's really honestly, hope dealers, hope community, if you want to know what Christianity is, if you want to know what the way is, the way is agape. The way is not structure. The way is not the Ten Commandments. Uh-oh. <laughs> the way is not theological discourse and in, in, in our in all our doctrines and doctorates and all those things. That is not the way. Matter of fact, Jesus, when he, he shared what the greatest commandment was and what the second was, when he shared, uh, love God with everything that you got and love your neighbor as yourself, he says that if you would do these two things, everything else would be taken care of. You can't do the ten. As much as you want to and you want to proudly post those Ten Commandments, you can't do them if you're not loving God, finding out who you really are, loving yourself, and loving your neighbor. You cannot do those things. And if you try to do those things, you're doing them in vain, and people will not get it. They won't. You know what they'll see you as? They'll see you as a legalistic, bombastic blowhard that just wants to make his opinion known. And we have enough of those going around. Love alone is the thing that works. Love alone is credible. I don't care how good your theology is. I don't care how good you think your life is. We read it in 1 Corinthians. Without love, it's nothing. So for 2021, what I want to say is the way of hope community, the way of the hope dealer, is love, is agape. It's the foundation of our hope. It's what motivates and moves hope. It's what secures our faith. My knowledge does not secure my faith. My understanding and theology and all that, it, that doesn't... <laughs> that doesn't secure my faith. What makes my faith rock solid is love. The person who taught me that the most was my father. Because my dad and I, you know, we didn't agree on a lot of things when it comes to theology. I oh, shouldn't say a lot of things, but there were some things we didn't agree on. And we would have discussions and we would talk and they were great. I loved it. I loved it when we got to talk about theology and I loved it when we got to talk about those things. But the bottom line and the thing that connected us is what he's always taught me. And that was, Mick, it doesn't matter what someone looks like, where they come from. It doesn't matter their preference. It doesn't matter their, their uh, ideology. It doesn't matter their color, how they look. It doesn't matter their accent, what nation they come from. It doesn't matter what other people think. They're a human being and they deserve love. 
because the Father loves you and the Father loves them. That's what my dad's always taught me. And it's something that I've carried over in everything that I've done. I told you last week that he was probably, uh, this whole idea and this whole thought where, where I even, and, and those around, the, around me, when that term hope dealer came up, the person that that uh, title uh, embodies is my dad. And he shared that. Even in the disagreements that he and I had, that love was the foundation. And it was the basis of everything. And so my heart going forward is this, is that we would see that love is credible. Love alone is, that's it. And that we would carry out and walk out our relationships in that way. So I'm here to tell you today as, as Hope Community, I want you to know it doesn't matter where you're from, doesn't matter who you are, doesn't matter what creed you follow, doesn't matter what preference, doesn't, doesn't matter how you look. I want you to know that we love you, we honor you, you are an image bearer of the creator and you deserve love. We want you to know that, that we love you and Hope Community is a place of firsts to where you can connect. Maybe you've never connected in a, in a, in a, I don't even know how to describe it because it's so hard for me to talk about things in with the word church attached to it because of the bad stigma. And I, I just think that this year's a year that we take that back and we be who the church is intended to be, to be the keepers of the way, to be ones of agape. So maybe you've never connected, let's call it like this, you've never connected with a hope community or an agape love community, a, 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 a spiritual connection to the Creator, to the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Maybe you've never done that before. We, we want this to be a first for you, a place to connect. Uh, maybe you've never been able to talk about and express uh, who you are or express your maybe your finding out or your connection with God. This is a place of first that you can connect in these places. Maybe you've come here to learn. Maybe you've come. It doesn't matter. We want this to be a place of first for you um, to where we connect and we can help you move forward in your journey because we're all in this together, right? So, uh, man, I know it's, I, listen, I'm, on, I, I'm landing the plane. <laughs> I want you to know that, uh, we get it. It's it's been a crazy year, and I know there's a lot of hurt and there's a lot of pain from these past twelve months, and uh, we're in this together. Um, so many people try to tell you, "Oh, you just get up and move on. Just push forward. Just get past it." And those are okay thoughts, but I also want you to know it's okay to to recognize and see the pain and the hurt. And it's okay to take a moment to walk in it. We never want to ignore the darkness. Never want to. For so long we've been told that darkness is evil. Darkness isn't evil. Darkness is a state that sometimes human beings go through. And it's hard. And even though it doesn't feel like it, there's things that we learn in, that dark, in those dark places. There's things that we learn in the pain. There's things that we learn in the hurt. We can't stay there. We got to lean on one another to move forward. We got to lean on one another to get through. We don't want to hang out there, but we can learn and move forward. There's just as much light in the dark as there is in the brightest sun. 
And sometimes maybe if you feel like you can't see the light, your friend, your neighbor, maybe they can be that light. Maybe right now if you're feeling like, hey, um, I'm doing pretty good, well then be light to somebody today. Call them, talk to them, message them, be light, be life, be hope, be agape today. But we're going to do this together. I'm looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to what Hope Community becomes this year. I look forward to what we move into, and you're a part of that. And I want to invite you in. Uh, it doesn't matter. We, we, we took the four walls off at the beginning of the year, right? We took the four walls off. We took the, um, uh, the, 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 the central location, and that kind of got all blown out. And, and now we're everywhere. Wherever you're at right now, you're a hope community. And so we, we want to invite you in and know that you can do this right where you're at. Um, so, you know, message us, uh, uh, talk to us here, and we just want to connect and grow with you. So I want to thank you guys for hanging out today. Um, thank you for allowing me to uh, run in circles a little bit. But I want you to know we love you, we honor you, we see you right where you're at. You precious hope dealer, you, you, you image bearer of the creator, you are loved and uh, we're in this together. Thank you guys. See you next week.